2: Yeah. Come on, Juju. Welcome on in. WIP <laughs> Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Julia, Nick Earnshaw behind the glass today. 215 592 9494. Good morning, you. Good
3: morning. Joe. And. Good morning. and- Philadelphia. There it is. There it hey, is. Hey, listen, I had to take a long pause because <laughs> like a, about two seconds,
2: I almost blew it. You had to think through that one. I blew it on a Friday. That's had to all think right. Threw it. Yeah, we got a lot to do today. Big show planned here. We'll get to some Philly stuff. Free sauce obviously Sixers lost last night in a shootout against the Mavericks.
3: Ooh, what We're, about your boy? though? your boy was out there palming.
2: Yeah, His Tyrese. Mom and daddy was in the crowd. Looked good, except no defense. Uh, no uh, defense uh, last uh, night. Uh, no, no, it was it was a um one
3: get one part one point component at a time.
2: One at a time. And then the <laughs> offense was there. Fun game last night. Unfortunately, result for the Sixers. We'll get to all. Of that, we have some fun today planned as well with a QA coming up in a little bit. But Hugh, we need to start with this because i I'll just come out and say, it. I'm frustrated, I'm annoyed here, and, and I'm not annoyed with Juju Smith Schuster. We've all I mean, I think everyone who's listening to this show, every, every Eagle fan out there realizes Juju's just a clown, a clown on social media who's having fun at the Eagles expense. But I, you, I'm at the point now where I'm annoyed with the Eagles, specifically, you know, three of, of maybe the more outspoken and, and certainly best players. You know, A.J. Brown after the Super Bowl and, and since. C.J. Gardner-Johnson a couple days ago when it comes to the Jonathan Gannett thing. And then Darius Slay there I mean, some of the things I, I know – look, I know he's trying to defend his guys, right? That's what that's about. He's yeah. trying to defend A.J. <clears throat> Brown and, and trying to kind of throw his two cents in this. But but here's why I'm annoyed. He's talking there in that clip about how they only had 180 yards passing, lights, camera, action, or whatever he said, lights out, and, and basically saying how well him and the DBs played in the game. Darius, you guys lost the game. Yeah. You guys lost. You yeah. you gave up 38 points in the game. And I understand some of that was on fumble by Jalen or the special teams, or whatever. But it's you know, since the Super Bowl, I'm disappointed. I'll, I'll use that word. I'm disappointed and I'm frustrated with how the Eagles players have kind of reacted to all of this. And, and let's play this. Let, let's throw this in the mix, too, because it's not just Darius Slayer, but he's the latest one. A.J. Brown, right after the Super Bowl. Well, listen to what he said. I mean, this he's feeling this during the game. The attitude since the Super Bowl, Hugh, from AJ Brown saying he knew they were going to lose in the third quarter to CJ gardner Johnson on social media blaming Jonathan Gannon, even though you know he's a player on the field that could affect things, and then Darius Slay basically saying, "Well, you know the DBs played well in the game." It's I, I don't love this attitude. It, it's frustrating to me, Hugh. Excuses, yeah, They're excuses. I
3: mean, and 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 you can't you can't use those because even though you might have there might be some validity to everything that you're saying, it, it just doesn't play well. It's like you're like, yeah, but – because, like, listen, I like Slay. Follow him on Twitter. I think he's a great follow. But when you say stuff like, yeah, man, we, you know, we had trouble with Kelsey, that's like saying – or saying we we were the best pass defense in the league. That's like saying, yeah, you might have beat my ass, but I got a couple good licks in. Like, I got some good licks in. It wasn't like you just, you know, just dragged me. You still lost. Bottom line is you still lost. And there's nothing that you gain from, from going with this back and forth with Juju Juju Smith-Schuster. Because right now, whether you like it or not, he has the big piece of chicken. He's sitting at the head of the dinner table. And and that's the reality of the situation. I I don't like it. I'm pretty sure. I know for a fact that they don't like it. But it is what it is. Now, when next year comes around, if Juju Smith-Schuster is still with the Kansas City Chiefs, then you get your retribution on the field. On the field you do that. But – with that being said, it still doesn't count because there's are still going to be Super Bowl champions. And that's the one thing that he's going to always have over you. Listen, man, to this day, to this day, and I know that I am not the only person that feels this way. I'm pretty sure John Ritchie feels this way. I'm pretty sure Ike Reese feels – hell, I know Ike feels this way. Every time the Super Bowl rolls around, you think about the Super Bowl that we played in and we lost by three points. But there's nothing, nothing I can do about that. It is what it is.
2: Well, it is, and you know what? It's it's. I think it's natural. on two one five five nine two ninety four nine for for those guys to feel like maybe they were the better team. Maybe maybe they didn't weren't well coached at some spots. But the attitude since the Super Bowl has been "woe is me" and like you said, excuses. It's excuses. Chauncey Garner Johnson the other day putting the blame on Gannon is excuses for him and his unit. And Darius Slay. In, in the midst of that that clip we played for the year, talking about they only allowed 180 yards. Nobody cares how many yards they allowed. No,
3: you allowed enough yards for them to actually win the football game. And for that, him— That's the bottom line.
2: For him to say we felt our DBs were better than their wide receivers, and I think we all probably felt that going into the game, guess what? Kadarius Tony was wide open in the end zone. Skymore was wide open in the end zone. And I don't care who's fault it is, Jonathan Gannon or, or the players in the field. Figure it out. It's It's just— it it does not strike me as the way winners talk. It's loser talk. I, I it bothers me. It and I don't know how this helps them moving forward. To you, I don't know if this is a a grieving thing where like they got to get it out some way. But all I know is this: if if we fast forward to March or you know what? Yeah, March right? Or uh, rewind? Excuse me, rewind to March two thousand five. Could you imagine the reaction here in Philadelphia if a player on either side of your team was like, "Well, yeah, my my unit did well, or we we did well," or, you know, like. It, to me, that's frustrating to hear that.
3: Yeah, it's not, it's not a team mentality. I mean, and that's the bottom line. I understand you want to, you want to defend your teammates. But like I said before, and, and you know me, Joe, I, 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 and people that listen to me, I'm pretty sure they've followed me on Twitter in the past, and they, they know I'm all about that action. They know that at one point I... And I'm when I talk about that. It's just not a good look, man. And, I, and and to this day, there are times where I see something on Twitter that somebody says to me, and and I might give uh, a little smart comment, but I'll leave it right there because once I go back and there's nothing good that happens for me if I do that, this is the same situation. I know it's tough. I understand. I totally understand. I get it. And you feel some kind of way because Juju's chirping. I get it. But you got to let it go. You have to let it go. You do because it, it's, it's hard to do though, Joe. Because I'm petty. I know I'm petty, but I gotta let
2: it go. Yeah, and I like, and it's. It, I think it's made worse. You. This is something you and your team back in in '04 didn't have to deal with. It's made worse by social media. Look, yeah. M- most most people listening to us are on something, right? Whether you're on Facebook or you're on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, TikTok. I don't know much about that, but whatever. You're on something, and you, and. It happens, right? You see something, you want to respond. So I, I get that part of it. But you go through this list of stuff. A.J. Brown after the Strupp Bowl said that, you know, he knew they were going to lose in the third quarter, which, in effect, I, I thought was putting a little blame on Sirianni for going for the field goal instead mm-hmm. of for the fourth down. C.J. Gardner-Johnson telling, you know, Gannon, or responding to l Barks' tweet about Gannon, saying, well, you didn't put us in position to succeed. And now here with Darius Slay saying, we thought our DBs were better. Well, you guys lost like just this. It's a bad look. And it's it's frustrating because it feels like there's a lack of accountability there for why they lost the game. You know what
3: that and and it also shows you to a certain extent how these guys handle adversity. They can't. You know, it's all good when things are going Mm -hmm. good. But when they go bad, you see what happens. And that's a little that's a little concerning. I mean, when you, when you think about it like that, we were talking about a show meeting, and, and now when you, when you bring it to the table like that, Joe, that is a little concerning. Because what if you go into a season next year where it's, it's highly likely that you might get off to a slow start? Mm-hmm. It's highly likely that, you know, I'm not wishing this on anybody, but it's highly likely the quarterback might struggle a little bit. How are you going to handle those times when it's not going your way? Are you going to start pointing fingers? Because that's basically what you're doing. Exactly. Like, basically what you're doing now. Now, I understand how AJ Brown felt about uh, Juju Smith, Schuster talking and stuff like that. I get that. But even in that situation, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. And the more you make excuses, the more you sound like, you know, you can't handle adverse situations, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and it makes you wonder if, if some of these guys are front runners. That's the word I think about. Like,
3: that, that's a good word. That's be, a good
2: word. Because this season was, I'm not saying I'm not trying to take credit away from them. They were a great football team this year. But there was they got off to a great start, right? It was like a, a, an, a runaway train They got off to an eight zero start. There was there really wasn't much adversity. They lost a couple players here and there, you know, you know, tight end, safety in the middle of the season. But they came back. There there really wasn't significant adversity outside of the Jalen Hurts injury. And and look, now they have to deal with this stuff. They have to deal with a tough loss and kind of redefine themselves. And they're struggling here. 215 592 Does it bother you? How the Eagles players have reacted, responded to the Super Bowl. Specifically, A.J. Brown, Darius Slay now, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It, it does bother me. It, it's frustrating to watch this. Like, move on. Stop reacting to Juju Smith-Schuster. Stop saying that you guys had, oh, wow, we only gave up 180 yards. We were better than them. No, you weren't. You lost a Super Bowl. They did whatever they wanted on defense in the second half. And, and, you the one thing, quickly, before we get to the phones on Slay, when he was talking about how good the pass defense was there, Hugh, and only allowing 180 yards, you know what? I don't know how you felt about it as someone who played up front on defense, but you know what I heard when I heard that? What's that? Well, in the y- defensive line. yeah, end. you guys Sorry. couldn't stop the run. Like, we stopped the pass. <laughs> I, I,
3: well, it, it opens – you open yourself up to interpretation. Right. And, and that's what Twitter does. That's what social media does. Because you can sit there and say something, and you think that you've said it in a clear and concise way, but somebody might hear it differently. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Somebody might hear that differently. I'm like, hold up, dog, what are you trying to say? You're trying to say we didn't do our job up front? That's why your best bet is to sit there. And if you want, do this, Slay, if, if if or or AJ, write the tweet out. Use all the all the blue words that you want to use, cuss words and everything, and look at it for a while. Screenshot it if you want to, but don't push sin. I remember Coach Edwards used to say that all the time. Herm would say, hey man, don't push sin. Don't push sin. Cause when you put it out there, my thing is this. Every tweet that I've ever tweeted, I it's only one or two that I've ever deleted. There's only one or two that I tweeted. Because when I tweeted. I'm okay with what mm-hmm. I said. I am okay and I am I am okay with the consequences of my tweets. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Haven't done that in a long while. But that's how you have to look at it because the thing that you have to know and realize is this. Once it's out there, it's out there.
2: And it's not going it away. It ain't going away. No, it's like not. Like no matter how
3: once you push that send button and you might 2 seconds later you might delete it, somebody got it. Oh, like the Chauncey got Johnson. Somebody got it exactly. And now, now you put yourself in a position where you you gonna be talking about it for a while. Can't yeah. do it. Unfortunately,
2: do it. unfortunately for the Eagles, we are talking about it because it's annoying. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That is say how board. does it bother you? How the Eagles players have reacted and and really acted and and, and their attitudes is triple. It bothers me. Let's talk to Chris, who's in Middletown, up first here on the midday show. What's up, Chris? Chris. Yo. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Hey, man? Chris. I
4: guys, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, Hugh, maybe you could provide some insight, but I don't think so because we're about the same age and I, I think this is part of this new age, younger generation, um, and in particular younger generation athletes. They're just so damn soft. Like, what do you care what Juju's saying? Juju doesn't have a job, but Juju does
3: have a ring. Yeah. But like,
4: why are you tweeting at him? Ooh, like
3: I, I could tell you why, because I'm petty. It's the principality of the situation. <laughs> it's it's a petty move, and I and and I'm I'm okay in admitting that because you don't want to feel like I look at it like this. When I used to do that, you're you're saying something that you would not ever dare say to my face because you feel like social media you, got your oh, back, face. or you could hide. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But and, and they're probably looking at Juju like Juju. We know we know where you we know where you go. We could put our hands on you. That that's basically what it is. And and, and it's. Even with that being said, it's still a no-win situation. It really, really is. Yeah, but here's the other thing I think about with this, too. So, like, um,
4: a A, well, here's where I'm at with the C.J. Gardner-Johnson thing. I wanted them to re-sign them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because if that's how he deals with adversity, now it doesn't shock me that when they got in the big game, he didn't step up and make a play because he probably sat there and pointed the finger at somebody. So, like, I question that, his own work ethic. So now I don't even know if I want him around as a player. But here's the other thing, too. Is this now a knock on Gannon? Because don't we need
2: Gannon at this point? to Like, wasn't Gannon saying, hey, you know, how so to communicate with these guys and reel it in? Like, this needs to be reeled in, don't you think? It does. Well, you know what it tells me, Chris, and it's pretty sure the phone call it, it tells me Sean DeSai's got a challenge on his hands. I mean, we'll, we'll see which players are actually back on this team. Uh, but we know that Slay should be here, and obviously, A.J. Brown's going to be here. But on defense, I mean, it, it, there seems like there's some finger pointing going around, and that that bothers me. There's just there's no reason for this. And and you, I get it that the petty stuff, and and I and I, I imagine a lot of players probably have a chip on their shoulder, right? There's yeah, a pettiness definitely. to to players. That's how they got to where they got to. But like you said it earlier, um, with, with Tweet and delete or, or make sure you, you you know what you're doing before you hit send. There's nothing to gain for the Eagles doing it's this. It's not. And, and, and like I said, I had to learn that the hard way.
3: And, and so I got to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm still petty. That, that's not going to change anytime soon. But I, I for the most part, I take great joy in knowing that most of the stuff that's being said about me or, or to me on, on Twitter will never be said to my face. Mm-mm. You know, because most people aren't that bold. Most people aren't, aren't bold because they don't want to know the repercussions of that situation. And that, and that's basically what Twitter is. Twitter allows you to throw a rock and hide hands. That's basically what Twitter is. You can sit there and you can put a cat emoji on your face. You can, you can <laughs> pretend that you're somebody you're not, and you can say whatever inflammatory comment that you can say about any player, any individual that's in, in the media that you want to say, and there are no repercussions for your actions. And
2: that's how you have to look at it. Yeah, and what bothers me at 215-592-9494 is the Eagles leader on this team is the opposite of this. Jalen Hurts, I mean,
5: I, I we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line
3: is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
2: I mean, he barely tweets anyway. Does social media stuff, but like their leader is the opposite of this. He doesn't do any of this stuff. He doesn't like. I'd be shocked, you, if we ever heard Jalen Hurts point a finger or have an excuse or go after another player. Like it's it's it's, it's annoying to me. They're not following the leader on this. I, I, I will say this. I, I think that
3: Jalen has been groomed to be this way since his days in college. Because I tell you this, I remember when when Jalen when he got when he got benched for Tua Tagovailoa. I remember there was rumbling. <clears throat> excuse me, there were rumblings of him leaving that year. Mm-hmm. There were rumblings of him being upset. I remember hearing rumors. These are all rumors now. I don't know if they're true, but these were all rumors of his dad. You know, him and his, his dad and Nick Saban have some conversation, and everything like that. And they were all Jalen's. Jalen's leaving. And then all of a sudden, you didn't hear anything else. And he was he stayed. I think that then that's when his team came in and said, "Listen, use this to your advantage." Like, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Jalen was. Stewing, steaming. I'm sure he was. And he had a lot to say yeah. with that, because you talk about he was that dude until that game. He was that man from a fr- from the time he was a freshman. He yes, was the guy. He was, and so he learned. That's why I, I I have a tremendous amount of respect for him because the the best analogy I can use. You ever watch You ever watch Power? No, I have never seen told Power. Told me this a long time ago. He said He said, move like ghost, not like Tommy. And these are two characters that were that were that were integral in Power. Tommy was a guy, you know, whatever happened, he was instant retribution. Like, okay. he took care of business. He was out there. killing. Ghost was more of a sneakier type dude, even though Ghost is dead. I, I think it's still an analogy that holds true in this situation. But you have to move – you have to play chess instead of checkers. Tommy was a, che- a checker player.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm watching with uh, A.J. Brown and C.J. and Slay? I'm checkers. watching checkers. I'm watching, watching, checkers. watching nonsense checkers. Tyrone in Middletown. What's up, Tyrone?
6: Hey, good morning, guys.
2: What's going on, man? morning, Tyrone. Oh man, what's going on? You wake up and
6: you you see these videos and and you can't understand. What is what is this guy got somebody playing a uh, operative in China or something
7: yes. in relation
6: to the Eagles and this is you know, but this is the sign of the times. But at least I wish the guy would have made a good video because what he made made absolutely no sense. <laughs> and and uh and I think that he's he is a TikTok guy from the new generation and I think he's trying to be famous in another arena but as a football player you know i i I give i give all of those guys credit for representing and getting out there on the field and being gladiators and whatnot because that's how i look at them Mm -hmm. ultimate gladiator but at the same time the eagles lost the game and i'm i'm still a little i'm not upset by it i think they had a gallon after 35 38 but at the same time when you analyze it you know these guys are talking like guys on the schoolyard when i played a lot of you know, if you play sports, I don't care if it's at the YMCA. Yeah, you get you always got to get one guy that's going to go off and sound off and, and disrespect you. And But I, I just hope the Eagles can just use this for motivation for next year. And, and of course, they're going to be the ultimate rivalry now, these two teams, or at least because – and I think in a sense that's good for football. But in terms of uh, adults, it's, it's, I just hope it doesn't go to another level because some of the – now you hear Jay – uh, Aj Brown saying what he's going to do and telling him to go to Cabo and you know what I mean. I, I think he's showing a lack of class in the way that he's. Uh, I'm talking about not not Aj, Juju Schuster, in terms of I, I always look at a winner as a person that basically you don't you don't push your your opponent's face down in the mud and don't think it's going to be re- repercussions for that mm-hmm. in, in some way shape form or fashion. And I think these guys are, these are men. And I think he's totally disrespecting the Eagles on a, on a in the media. It's like in in a, in a what do they call that in, in the webosphere or the whatever they call it. Yeah, and then
2: Tyrone, you're right, but they but they don't have to respond. That's the thing. They don't, yeah. they just let it be.
6: Well, but at the same time, if they don't, I, I think that they this is you know what I think is going to happen with this. And it crossed my mind. I think it's going to be one of them celebrity grudge match kind of things. <laughs> And I think that's what is, and I I, I kind of would like to see that. But on another level, I think maybe they should just sit down and have a debate or something, and and and, and take it on a higher level, and and because these are adults and they they representative of of our of,
3: of culture in general. There's no like and to I, be honest, Tyrone. There's no debate. The 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 Kansas City Chiefs yeah. are a Super Bowl champions. Yeah, they won the game exactly. mean, The best thing to do is just you know load up and get ready for next year and try to win a championship. That's that's the it, only it, it, recourse.
6: Yeah. Well, on on the same note, do you, do you think? Uh, have have you been following uh, the draft boards and things like that? On and looking at, you know, the, to be honest though, uh, it still stings me to see the coverages that they ran in the Super Bowl when certain people were going the wrong way and they were miscut- too many miscoverages.
3: Well, Tyrone, me too. That that's why he, that. that's
2: why hearing Slay say our our DBs were better than their receivers. Well, why are guys wide open then? Like, what are, what are we talking about here? <laughs> at well, what point could, in during you, the game? Yeah, like when? <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> If you look at certain critical parts in the game, players will they they certain people blew coverages and, and went the wrong way and left the guy out before the touchdown. To, Ty- Tyrone, you're, I,
2: you're you're totally right, and Tyrone, we appreciate, it. and that's why you know to go back to Chauncey Gardner Johnson a couple of days ago, talking about well, the coach didn't put me in a position to make plays. Well, dude, make a play. Like you, you can also you can make an adjustment. You could. I, you could tell the coach, "Hey, this isn't working. Maybe we could do this." It's just the whole thing has has been this. I, I would been call weird. It's it, been weird and disappointing to watch. It, it really has. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you hop board. Does it bother the way the Eagles have acted, reacted to all this nonsense? It's a Super Bowl. It it doesn't. <laughs>
1: Understand exactly what's going on, and I can see if Darius Slay is, is, is initiating all this. Juju Smith-Schuster is adding these guys into, into posts and to messages and everything else. So I feel as though that AJ Brown and everybody else should be able to defend themselves. Whether if you agree with it or not, it's not like we're going our way to, to 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 make these comments or make these posts. This stuff that's happening over and over again, and, and, and then yes. You can look at it as if when Darius Lee said that uh that our receivers are better than uh, our corners are better than our receivers, yes, yes, the corners are better than receivers. Yes, and we do know that they they got open, but I also know what Darius Lee t- is talking about. So so
2: so so like I have no issue with it. Like I really don't. Yeah, but, really but we it's, it's 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 embarrassing. An it's embarrassing after it's you, a bad look. Rasheed, they Rasheem, they had you know they had two two touchdowns in the Super Bowl where no one was near the receiver for ten yards, and to come out afterwards say we're better than them, you sound silly, man. He, he
1: he really don't know. listen. He don't to you he might sound silly but he but he really he really doesn't to me. I don't think he sounds silly. The only thing he's trying to do is defend he, 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 the the person that, that, that plays on the opposite side of, I mean that plays on the other hand
3: to the field from and, and and that's James okay. Badbury because they keep going after him, they keep taking on him. Juju Smith Schuster is continuously doing it over and over. Rasheen. I have no issue with it. Rashane, I'm gonna ask you I'm gonna ask you a question. I want you to be as honest as you possibly can on the radio. When you yes. have when you when you have Juju Smith Schuster Make the TikToks and AJ Brown tell him you playing with the wrong one. What happens after that? What do you think could potentially happen after that? Because that's what we're so, talking about.
1: So, so we're talking about it as if like AJ Brown's gonna go look for the man. And he beat the man up like. That's a what. Boss, that, like, but like, like, listen, like, like, okay. It's so wait, 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 a minute, Rasheed, like, come on, Rasheed, 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 hold up, Rasheed, serious, Rasheed But
3: listen, listen to what I'm saying, though. Listen to what I'm saying. Usually, when situations like that happen, what what is your only recourse if you threaten somebody like that and they're still making TikToks or whatever? You like in street code. You trying to make good on your promise? Here, here. Listen, but here I don't really understand exactly what you're saying. But, 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 but in a scenario like
1: this, I'm not going to even think about it at, at going that far to the point where we got to. Oh, 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 is, is it really that serious? I think mean, if AJ. Just you know, just saying something on social media yeah, but, and, and, but, and just getting off his chest. I don't think AJ.
3: But, but do you know? Take, do you, but but, but, but do this is the question. Do you, do you know? Do you know AJ Brown well enough to to be confident enough to say that he's not like that?
2: Do you know him no, well enough but, to say that?
3: No, so that's what I'm saying. I it's know, it's, 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 it's I a no-win situation. Now. No, 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 Rasheem, no, no, you
2: Rashim, was right. It's it is a no-win. Let it go. It's a,
3: like Rasheem, I, I hear what you. It's a no-win situation, man. Because all you're doing is going back and forth, and now you're in a situation where you're looking at it. And if you seem, then what 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 happens next? And it, and it, it could turn into something that it doesn't need to be. That's the point that I'm making. Since I hear this, what you're saying, it it at some point we've all been in a situation where, you know, you chirping back and forth and it seems fun, and then all of a sudden it turns for whatever reason. Hell, I don't know. Juju Smith-Schuster might take that threat as a credible threat. And when he see, when he see A.J., he might come at him before, before whatever. I know people talking about, might be in the car talking, about, oh, that, that can't potentially happen. It has happened before. So why can't why can't it happen yeah. again? Yeah,
2: th- th- here's the bottom line: th- these guys are coming off as sore losers. That, that's it's frustrating to me from from AJ Brown, Juju Smith nonsense, CJ Gardner Johnson, Ripa Jonathan. Gannon, even though he helped him get in position to get a big contract this year. And then, you know, A.J. Brown also after the game, uh, talking about how he knew they'd lose. And now you got Darius Slay out there saying, well, we play. Our DBs were whatever. I did my job. Light, that's it, basically what you're saying. That's exactly it. I did my job. Lights, camera, action. I did my job. Well, then you wouldn't have lost the game. Did you do your job better? 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. Does it bother you how Eagles players have reacted, acted since Super Bowl? It is frustrating. We'll talk about it. We have another edition of Hughes Clues. we got Joe Conklin tickets to give away. All your phone calls coming up. 215 592 9494 at Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94WIP. Hugh Douglas, show Gillio. It is the midday show. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard here. Uh, we have Nick Herdshaw behind the glass today. You guys, of course, on the phones with us. We'll get back to all the calls here in a second. And really curious if if it bothers you not the way the Eagles have reacted since the Super Bowl. AJ Brown saying he knew they were going to lose in the third quarter of that game. You know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson calling out, you know, Jonathan Gannon on Twitter for not putting position to the guys in position to make plays. And now the latest here, after the beef between AJ and Juju Smith Schuster, is Darius Slay. You know, kinda of pointing fingers here. DB's did their job, but lights out, camera action, nonsense from, from Darius Slay. Does it bother you? Certainly it, it's frustrating both of us here. 215-592-9494. Before we uh, we get back to everything though, we debuted a um, a new game yesterday. We're gonna have a lot of fun today with, with different elements of the show. But we have a game called Hugh's Clues, and it's our, it's our way of giving away some tickets here. We have a, another pair of tickets. Go see Joe Conklin and the City Rhythm Orchestra Friday, March 10th at the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville and Friday, April 14th at the Excite Center at Park's Casino. For tickets, go to joeconklin.com, or you can win them here with us. So the way this works is Hugh's going to give us a clue, one clue an hour about a former teammate. Hugh's Clues, you call in, you try to guess who he's talking about. Hugh? What do you got for us today? Yes. This teammate of mine went to high school in Faustoria High School in Faustoria, Ohio. All right. Clue number one, Faustoria, Ohio, former teammate here of U Douglas. Hughes Clues. When you call in, give us a guess. 215-592-9494. We'll throw that in with everything Juju, AJ, and, of course, Chauncey Gardner. John, so let's talk to Clem, who's over in Jersey. What's up, Clem? Clem.
8: Good morning. Hi, Hugh. Hi, Joe. How you doing? How you doing today? Hey, Clem. I'm awesome. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yes, it is a
2: happy, happy Friday. Friday. Even though we're frustrated, it it's is? a happy Friday. What are, what are you <laughs> thinking here, Clem?
8: I am so frustrated and disappointed. You know, I it started with... Um, the whole Juju Schuster thing, it wasn't even worth responding to. I think it was something done and just, and it just wasn't worth responding to. And at the end of the day, you're grown men and you're professionals. But what I find more frustrating is I think A.J. Brown's comment, kind of calling Howie out, saying, sign Sign my boy, and if you don't sign him, I'm out. Like who says that? And so I kind of like, for me at this point, I'm bothered by the fact that all season long, these guys manage to fly above the fray by not responding to different teams' comments and stuff. Why are they not practicing that same behavior during the off season? I don't get it. Um, I. I the big deal for me as well is I don't want us to at all sound 49S like the 49ers, as we know, wind and wind after the game. We're starting to sound like that. Rubble. I watched various Darius Slay video, and I was looking like, well, what game are you at? Because, you know, there were a couple guys wide open. You missed an assignment at least twice, so I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm just disappointed because I don't think that's the culture at all that Nick Sirianni promotes in the locker room, and your leader is not doing that. You don't see Jalen saying anything. You haven't even seen him. And you need to follow what your leader is doing. So I just think at this point, um, I'm, I'm disappointed. I thought that uh, we had a different caliber of mindset in the locker room, but apparently not. And I'm curious to see how that's going to affect um the locker room could this upcoming season, it's too much being said, and they need to be reeled in. Yeah, well, Clem,
2: you're right about that. It's too much going on. And Clem, we appreciate the phone call. You, the one thing Clem said there at the end is, it's going to affect next year?" I mean, I would hope not, but I don't I, I don't. I don't think so. And Clem, don't don't be too hard on him because you're talking to a guy who was who was that guy
3: not that long ago. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm I sound I know I sound a little hypocritical because no, but but you have, have perspective me, on it. But it's it's like. You know, being that guy and, and, and going through that and, and, and suffering some of the consequences of that, you just learn that, that sometimes even though it, it feels good to, to, to say what you got to say and, and, and be that guy that doesn't take crap from anybody, in the long haul, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit you at all. It, it really, really doesn't. And, and this, this is what these guys need to learn. It's probably going to take them a little bit of time to learn that because most defensive players, they're reactionary. That's what we do. That, that's been our job. The whole time that you play football, you react, you read, react, and and that's what they're doing. But after a while, you will learn that sometimes it's just better not to say anything. Let your let your play speak for itself.
2: Yeah, there's nothing to gain from it. it, it there really is. A two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Top in here on the sleigh, Chauncey Garner, Johnson, AJ Brown. You know, since the Super Bowl, what what all the stuff they've had to say, and and if it bothers you, not, it, it does. I, I find it frustrating. They're coming off as sore losers in all of this, and. You know, Clem brought up the 49ers thing. We criticized the 49ers for, for being butthurt. Yeah, for being babies about it. That They thought they were the better team. They thought they got wrong because of the quarterback situation and all that. Well, you know, we found that annoying. I, I'm sure Chiefs fans out there, and not that I care what they think, but they're probably like, what are these guys talking about? We won the game, and now we're back and forth with all this kind of stuff. I, I find it disappointing after two weeks of, of us doing it the opposite way with the 49ers. Selfs in North Philly. What's up, Self? Self.
7: Yeah. You know I bang with y'all, right? (laughs) What's going on, man? What's up, Hey, listen, today y'all gotta be pick, lock, and broke your cheek. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Because there's so many aspects of this, but y'all so wrong. And, Hugh, you know better. The only difference between you and them is you have age, which brought you maturity and wisdom. These dudes are still young. Right? Agree. We probably around the same age. We got to grow into that, right? But here's the thing. Here's the difference, first of all, between the 49ers and the Eagles. Had the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they wouldn't have tweeted out no nut no, no stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm from North Philly. That's the streets. That's the hood, right? It's a code to that. Keep your mouth closed or you going to get checked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Period point blank. Ain't no ands ands and buts, no in betweens, right? So, first of all, I don't find nothing wrong with Slay Seth. Slay, I don't find nothing wrong with none of them, with none of them, says. Yeah, but it's, Dennis, it's but so, didn't it's, put him in position to win because he didn't plan for the run. You know what I'm saying? And that, that zone defense, uh, of slant, slot, and run, and you beat it. Period. He didn't put him in position. He didn't plan for that. You know what I'm saying? Number two, play. He didn't. He, that's your perception on, on on how you perceive what he said. He didn't call out none of the defensive linemen and nothing
2: else. Well, but, wait, but but, but you wait, but wait, 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 when you're saying. Our DBs locked them down. How'd they get to 38 points? If yeah, we but, know the answer, they couldn't stop the run. Yeah, and self, no, we, we, we know
7: the answer that it was a fumble that caused the touchdown. Oh, well, and then okay. It
2: was a, wait, wait, it then, was a player, well, a wait. Well, wait.
7: But
5: but that okay, a, okay a that's fine. Return. That's
2: fine, self. That's fine. And in that case, right. if you're if that's the, your interpretation, you know what we're saying then? And Slay is saying Jalen Hurts lost us yeah, the game, but the see, special teams lost us the game. See,
3: see, self, I hear what you're saying, but you you know just what I do. How many times have you had conversation with people where you know you've been clear and concise? and they've heard you say something different, and you're looking at him like, hold up, I didn't say that. That happens a lot. That, that's the point that we're making. Even though you don't have a problem with what he said, it might be interpreted differently by somebody else. And as far as responding to what is said, to, to what, AJ Brown, what, what responding, when A.J. Brown was responding to Juju Smith-Schuster, you already know what potentially that can turn into when A.J. Brown said, hey, I'm not the one to play with. That's escalation protocol at its finest right there. But you know what? Hill? I'd rather him speak on it on Twitter than next year when they
7: play each other, walk up to him and smack him in his helmet. But see,
3: that's what I would rather and see smack get... him in the helmet. Cause that no, because you... now you're getting
7: assault and now you're getting kicked out of the game. No, a whole no. lot more, Captain. So, wait, a with a minute. That. hold up.
3: It's the helmet, though. It's not like you smacked him across the head. So you could do that in a game. And that within nah. the realm of the game. You see what I'm saying? No,
7: I'm talking about before the game
3: start. He just walk see, up to him and smack. See, but like, see now, what you bro, gotta say now. But you know, what I mean? we talking, we talk we talking the same talk. We saying the same exact thing. That potentially could happen. That potentially but- could happen.
7: But if he don't say nothing, guess what? Y'all ain't got nothing to talk about on the
3: ready. So runny. I will figure hey, out self, something to talk about. It's not self, about we us. Go, <laughs> hey, Self, we're going we to find something to talk about yeah. now, dog. We're going to run our mouth. now. That's what we do. We're going to do that.
2: Yeah, the microphones <laughs> are on for four hours. We'll figure it out. Self, give us a guess. Who's the teammate you gave a clue about?
3: Um, I don't know, man. The only person
7: I remember from Ohio or Cincinnati or anything like that is Ike Reese, man.
2: I no I'm yeah kidding. it's not Ike you know at some point it, be, it, it would be funny if, if one of your clues was about Ike because it's like
3: I, you know what I might I might not do it anytime soon because you yeah, just said it but, but you sneak it in there one yeah, day. yeah because like you Ike's been here forever man and I'm wondering how much people really know about Ike
2: well you, I, I would guess you know some things the audience doesn't know so that that would be fun but no that Ike, I can't tell. well <laughs> you give away clues you're not telling <laughs> 215-592-9494. All four all right Ike is not the answer to today's uh Hughes clue let's go to Scott. Who's up here on WFP? Hey, Scott. Hey,
5: good morning, guys. Good morning, How Scott. Are How are you doing? Sleepy Joe. How are we doing this morning? Sleepy. I'm awake, Scott. Sleepy Joe. All right, good. I'm glad you're awake. Um, you know, I, I, the other day when CJ put that quote out on Twitter, um, it was interesting to see, for me anyway, to see all the reactions and especially to see, like, the difference in generational reactions. You know, I'm a little bit older. I'm in my 50s. We were taught – keep your head down, you don't show up your opponents, you grind, you work hard, all those things. Um, it's changed now and I think the older generation doesn't know how to, with social media and things immediately getting out there and like um, I was, I actually felt good when CJ put out what he did because what it did is it justified how I was feeling and what I was seeing as a layman, okay? Um, and don't so, that, but, but proceed. It. You know, I, I, what did you
3: say, Hugh? I said, make it again. right." But proceed, proceed. No, don't I'm mean, not.
5: You. It doesn't make it right, but I got to tell you, I felt justified, and I'm glad he did it. Um, and I think there's, a, I think there is, especially when I hear older people call up and, and they complain, and they don't. It, it, I don't know. We have to learn how to process um, honesty and in social media. And, uh, and and balance that versus disrespectful, and especially when it comes to coaching. But what about and- accountability,
2: Scott? Like that—that that, I'm I'm frustrated with some accountability stuff from from these Eagles guys. since the Super Bowl, like AJ. you mentioned the, the term reading between the lines, right? And like, did AJ Brown say Nick Sirianni made a mistake? No, he didn't say that. But when the Super Bowl ended, and he said, "I knew we lost," or we could—you know—we we were heading towards losing in the third quarter when we kicked the field goal instead of getting a touchdown. To me, that that's See, him in a sense saying we should have went for it there. That's I right. find that to be a lack of accountability. CJ Gardner Johnson calling out, you know, his his defensive I, coordinator, I, it feels like like they're they're God, they're God. abdicating the responsibility they had.
5: Joe, I, I totally hear you. It sounds like a lack of accountability. I think that um there is accountability. I think that you're hearing more honest talk that goes on between players. Hugh will tell you that that there's plenty of talk in that locker room about how the, they were not they felt they were not put in the proper positions in the calls of the defense and that no adjustments were made. Now, it, to hear those things go vocal, it comes off as disrespectful. But I I don't know. I balanced that versus the honesty side of it, and frankly, not, I'm glad I heard it. It's not so, always.
3: It's not. It's all, It's not always smart. To be honest, no, it's it's not always
5: smart, and it it it. doesn't always. It's not always the best thing to do for the player. But I don't know. I guess as now as uh, like you know, I'm I don't coach anymore. I play all those things. Obviously, I'm more. I'm just a fan now, and as a fan, it justifies. What I was seeing, you know, all year. Well, so.
2: and that's got that's interesting. Cause I think, and we appreciate your call. Sometimes I think you people react to things based on if you are with me, I'm with you, right? If you, if you if you're saying what I feel, I agree with you. If you're saying the opposite, I don't. But that doesn't make it smart.
3: you know, you know, you know what I find fascinating is like we have certain life rules that we live by day to day, and we always like to to compare uh, sports to real life situations. But it's interesting to me that when it comes to sports we don't, real life situations don't apply. Mm -hmm. Like saying, hey, I I want you to be honest. Sometimes it's not better to be honest because it it causes dissension, it's divisive. It's divisive. That's just like this, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Say for instance, you've been married for for 10 years. Say male or or female, you've been married for 10 years and your significant other got fat, they got fat. And you say, and they ask you, hey babe, did I get fat? What are you gonna sit there and say, yeah, you fat as hell. Or are you going to say, well, babe, you know, you could you could we could we could probably tend to lose a little bit of weight because we've been like it's all the way that you present things. But people kill me. I, I do not. Help me understand why you feel that it's better when you talk about having a cohesive symbiotic relationship to go out there and just be brutally honest in sports. But it's different when it comes to everyday life.
2: It reminds me, Hugh, that this is a long time ago. Now, The, the movie Liar Liar, the Jim Carrey movie, yeah. like thir- tw- 30 years ago it's a glimpse into could you imagine day to day and we're talking about the eagles and sports here but like if everyone was always saying exactly how they felt all the time this it world would be, would be miserable be yes.
3: listen because everybody does not process information the way that you do we learn that every day when they talk about people skills hr tells you everybody does not hear everything the same way when you go into a meeting and your boss is is, is criticizing you don't they always tell the boss start out with the positive first mm-hmm. and then go to the negative because it's easier to receive Guess what, people? It's the same thing in sports. Like, even though you might look at, say, for instance, uh, uh, I'm not going to even use the name, an Eagles player, and he might be the toughest toughest nails out there on the field, but you, but another player say, hey, man, I did my job, so-and-so didn't do his. How do you think he might perceive that or receive that? It's the same exact thing. We got to use
2: tact whenever we're doing anything, y'all. I mean, it's just it's, <laughs> that's just common sense. Yeah, ju- ju- you know, I'm not like Slay and AJ and CJ. They can feel however they want to feel. So your feelings are your feelings, but like you don't have to say everything you feel.
3: You can't can't say everything.
2: Well, you you cannot. And I'll give you the opposite. (laughs) James Bradbury. I don't know what he really felt. Maybe he thought the call was ridiculous, but he took accountability. That bottom. I held.
3: And 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 he and everybody everybody commended him for it. Everybody committed to you.
2: Yeah, he, and that—that's what I'd, I'd rather hear that it, for. It, all
3: these people out there right now, Joe. If you got a significant other, go go tell your significant other right now. That Dave, game, wait and see how that that works. If you since you all about being honest, <laughs> if you since you all about being yeah. honest, tell them tell Ooh, baby, or honey, you fat. Like your them jeans look kind of tight. A little midday show homework for you over the weekend. <laughs> Call us back Monday. Tell hey, us what the weekend and, and, went. And let me see how that worked for you. <laughs> yeah, my
2: guess is not well. Pete is up here on WIP. What's up, Pete?
3: How are you? What's going
7: hey, on? Hey, Pete. Man? Good. I have something about, well, first off, first time caller, long time listener. Well, we appreciate you. All right, you, Pete.
3: Pete, thank you for calling Yeah, man. buddy.
7: What do
2: you think of today?
7: Oh, I think they should get rid of Slay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> get him uh, out. Yeah. Definitely. Just cause, because of why? His comments? Well, that and
7: too too much for one year to lose him anyways
3: after
2: the year. Oh, uh, because you say he yeah, has a big cap, and it's like $26 say, million. Well, you know,
3: Like, Like, to be honest, people have been fired for less. For saying certain things, they've been fired for less. Yeah. I don't agree, no, but I mean you you, I, mean, you, you, I mean, you you, have a point, but I, I wouldn't want to do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, Pete, I, I wouldn't get rid of him off of his – I mean, he has a podcast. He says stuff every week. But the, the bottom line is this: he does have a big cap hit. They, they could re-sign Bradbury. Like, the idea of him not being here isn't ridiculous. I, just, I wouldn't do it off just his comments. But they, I'm guessing, Pete, it seems like they bothered you what he said.
7: Yeah, that and his nickname doesn't – his nickname doesn't <laughs> constitute to his field play. I like no Pete. No
3: play, slay. I like <laughs> Pete because Pete's keeping it one – like that's Listen, what you call keeping
2: it real. If you, you don't go, deserve that nickname because you, you, you ain't Big Play. Right, if your, your name's exactly. Big Play. When, when His first year here, I would call him uh, Make a Play Slay. Please make a play slay because he wasn't making it. Now, Pete, he, he, I mean, he's obviously a good player, but this stuff, it's just – it's frustrating, Pete. Pete, give us a guess here on uh, which teammate he was talking about.
7: Oh okay, I got uh, Damon Moore.
2: Damn it! Wow,
3: you, Pete, <laughs> yes, you, got P, it.
2: you got, how'd you? Wait a second. He got, he he. Google Eagles player Fostoria, Ohio. Did he you do it? Did. <laughs> uh I'm not gonna lie, I did. Yeah, it's all right.
3: <laughs> it's all right. I gotta get more creative. Yeah, in the way yeah.
2: Pete, people, we'll put you on hold. We'll get you in the. We'll get you. Uh, you set up here. Joe Conklin tickets. Joe Conklin at the City of Rhythm Orchestra, Friday, March 10th at the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, and Friday, April 14th at the Excite Center at Parks Casino for tickets. Go to joeconklin.com. I gotta gotta be more obscure. Yeah, you gotta go you gotta go like Yeah, maybe next week you you do something like one time he said this to me on the plane, like something something totally personal
3: (laughs) that nobody'll know. Okay, yeah, I got to figure it make out. Make it a little harder next yeah, time. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Hey, gee, thanks a lot. I
2: thought I did make it hard. <laughs> well, I mean, I I thought it was a more of an obs- – Damon Moore is kind of an obs- obscure a name. a player, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, he I think he played what, three or four years he was here. Yes. He hurt his knee, and then his career ended pretty fast. Yeah, he went to Chicago. I think he went to Chicago for a little while. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I, when you mentioned you you're, you're going to bring him up today, uh, I looked him up. There's not – there's very little about him – post career well you know what i, I was about guy. to
3: say because something happened with damon when he was here but i was like oh, that, i don't want to be controversial because me and damon are cool but you know he had he got in trouble with with the dog situation
2: oh i remember that
3: yeah and i was gonna say that but i was like uh that's that sounds a little messy yeah i hear you but you I know it, it, well the, the google we, not but, not a, i just only been here two weeks i i, I got plenty of time yeah me you
2: got plenty of time for that stuff 215-592-9494 let's talk to bridget our agent down the floor what's up bridget Hey guys, how you doing this morning? How you doing? How you doing?
8: I'm good. Hey, um, Hugh, I remember that show, Tyler. My dad and I were watching that every Sunday night. That was an awesome show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was real good, real good. Anyway, but now I have to agree with you guys. This is does this sound a familiar a familiar ring with this? I mean, didn't T.O. do this kind of stuff too?
3: Uh, as far as like that was more with the with the players and a lot. TO was just like flat out like you know yeah. like he was a little bit disrespectful but that came but Bridget that came from my point perception like it was perceived and like you know there was a like listen I'm not saying nothing that that everybody doesn't know but there was a little bit of drama between him and Donovan there's a lot of drama between him mm-hmm. him and Donovan and everything was cool until that happened and so to in his in his defense he was ta- he was retaliating because he received the, what Donovan was putting down, the, the the way that Donovan was putting it, putting it down. I have to kind of double talk with that. Too. I'm trying to be vague. it
2: yeah, I think we got you. I think we got you. You, got you. you, know, got you. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but Bridget, I, th- I think, and, and Bridget, you know, we always appreciate your phone call. I think there's something to that. Like, it, it's it's the kind of stuff that, that I think rubs people the wrong way, and, and obviously some people today are with us you. but there are some people out there defending them. We'll give you an update in the poll question. Does it bother you? Does it bother you the way the Eagles players have reacted? Darius Slay, A.J. Brown, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, whether pointing fingers, blaming each other, going on social media with Juju stuff, or or even, you know, just, just continuing. To me, it's excuse-making. They lost the game. Move on, try to win the next one. Two one five, five ninety two, ninety-four ninety-four. We'll get to all your phone calls here. Does it bother you how Eagles players have reacted since the Super Bowl loss? And when we get back, the Phillies have re-signed a lot of guys. I mean, they have they have given out a ton of contracts they've spent a ton of money, but there's one guy they haven't. Should they? We'll hit that. Two one five five ninety two ninety-four ninety four. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio sports radio ninety-four WIP.